The Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things we ought to have done, and we have done those things we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 27 on page 371. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemy foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host of men were laid against me, yet shall not my heart be afraid. And though there rose up war against me, yet will I put my trust in him. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that I will require, even that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to visit his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his tabernacle. Yea, in the secret place of his dwelling shall he hide me, and set me upon a rock of stone. And now shall he lift up mine head, above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his dwelling an oblation with great gladness. I will sing and speak praises unto the Lord. Hearken unto my voice, O Lord, when I cry unto thee. Have mercy upon me. My heart hath talked of thee, seek ye my face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. O hide not thou thy face from me, nor cast thy servant away in displeasure. Thou hast been my succor. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord taketh me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the right way because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over into the will of mine adversaries, for there are false witnesses risen up against me, and such as speak wrong. I should utterly have fainted, but that I believe verily to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So tarry thou the Lord's leisure, strong and shall comfort thine heart, and put thou thy trust in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be, world without end. Amen. We begin at the 14th verse of the 11th chapter of Ezekiel. Again, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, your brethren, your relatives, your countrymen, and all the house of Israel in its entity are those about whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem have said, Get far away from the Lord. This land has been given to us as a possession. Therefore say, Thus says the Lord God, Although I have cast them far off among the Gentiles, and although I have scattered them among the countries, yet I shall be a little sanctuary for them in the countries where they have gone. Therefore say, Thus says the Lord God, I will gather you from the peoples, assemble you from the countries where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. And they will go there, and they will take away all its detestable things and all its abominations from there. Then I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within them, and take the stony heart out of their flesh, and give them a heart of flesh, that they may walk in my statutes and keep my judgments and do them. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. And it's the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, I hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of the Gospel according to There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly I say to you, We speak what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. I told you earthly things, and you do not believe. How will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man who is in heaven. And here I the second lesson. 
Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to receive the prayers of thy people who call upon thee. And grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do, and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lesson. Um, our Old Testament lesson tonight from Ezekiel talks about how, as we know, the the... Israel has been, a portion of it has been taken away into captivity, but a portion remains in Jerusalem. And the people in Jerusalem have seen this as a judgment against those people who have been taken rather than what it is, a judgment on them and the whole nation, the, the, the nation as a whole. And what we see here is, I think an important point to, to make is that often we see our own particular circumstances as a judgment of God, that if I'm doing well, if I'm successful, then God must be really impressed or like what I'm doing. And if somebody else isn't doing well, then they must have done something wrong or God is angry with them. And what we see here is that the, in this particular case, the opposite is true. God is with those who have been taken away into captivity, and he is going to issue judgment on the people who remain in, in Jerusalem 
the people in power at this time. And I think it's important for us to remember that God is with us in all our circumstances. And our circumstances are not God's judgment. Our God judges us by what we do, not as what's happening to us from in, in terms of the world. And we see this sort of being played out in our New Testament lesson where Nicodemus is a powerful man in the temple. He has a lot of power and prestige and from the all outward appearances, he is a righteous man and he is benefiting from, from his position. But we see here that he's questioning Jesus and eventually church tradition that he will become a Christian. But throughout the gospels, we see a man who is questioning things. You know, he comes to Jesus, but by night, he doesn't want to be seen in public going to this guy. So something about him intrigues him, but he still can't let go of his earthly position. And in, in our, our, New Testament lesson tonight where Jesus is talking, we now know about baptism. And he makes a point that you have to be born of water and spirit. And one of the things that struck me tonight is that, you know, often in modern Christianity, it, there's a tendency to see this in purely in spiritual terms where Jesus is making the point that you must be born again of water and spirit, and that the things of the body are the body, and things of the spirit are the spirit. And I think what he's getting at is that we are just not spirits trapped in bodies. We are not our minds. We are, our, our whole selves are body and spirit, all together forming who we are. And so our redemption will become in not just spiritually, but bodily. We are born again, both spiritually and bodily. And our, what we do in our lives and in our bodies is, plays out in our lives spiritually, just as our lives spiritually play out within our bodies. And both of those have to be brought and made new in Christ all the time. And so this is why we have the sacraments. We have things that are physical things that we take into our body. We have things that happen to us. This is why things like crossing ourselves or, you know, kneeling when we pray or standing during the service or singing. These are all very important things because we have to engage both ourselves mentally and physically in order to connect spiritually with God. These all have to play out and all have to be part of ours. Uh, our, our spiritual lives have to be part of our bodily life. And so that's why, you know, prayer is not just a mental exercise, it's physical as well why it's important to remove ourselves from distractions and to you know take postures like kneeling and things like this these are all very important and are all part of our 
the work that we do in bringing our whole selves into a life in Christ. So just some thoughts about tonight's lessons. We'll continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. And we'll take the moment to call to mind our own prayers and intercessions. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and